You are listening to CMHEPC's Cocktail Mocktail Hour podcast. We host a Cocktail Mocktail Hour once a month where we discuss various topics over cocktails. And for those who don't drink alcohol, mocktails. We are inclusive over here. Sip your favorite cocktail with us or try our featured cocktail as we dialogue. This is an environment to hear new and different perspectives. Everyone's thoughts, feelings, and opinions are valid to them. And in this space, we respect that. Welcome to another recording of the Cocktail Mocktail Hour podcast. I would like to take a moment of appreciation for our guests today who have attended our monthly Cocktail Mocktail Hour and are now here to share their thoughts and opinions with us. We have a number of topics to discuss. You never know what new perspectives you may hear today. I'm going to introduce our guest that we have today. Tassie is an attorney and business consultant at a boutique law firm here in Houston, Texas. Um, In the last 10 years, she's represented over 100 clients in federal immigration court. She has been named Houstonian Magazine top attorney from 2020 to 2022, top immigration attorney in Texas by the American Institute of Legal Counsel, and top 40 under 40 black lawyers by national top 100 black lawyers. Tati is also an active member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. We also have Shishi, who is from Atlanta. She is an art educator and business owner. Her business, Essence, is a full-service art company offering fine and digital art, jewelry, and apparel, and more. Shishi has participated in various art shows and exhibitions throughout the city. Her next appearance will be as a featured artist in the Love Project art exhibit this coming Valentine's Day. If you're interested in seeing her work in person, she has a permanent art piece exhibited at a local business called Exchange to Change. Exchange to Change is located in Third Ward. You can see more of her artwork and product offerings via her social media. Welcome, you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. So our featured cocktail this month um, is a, uh, what did I make? A Washington, <laughs> Washington apple. Thank you, guys. A Washington apple. Um, let's see. In a Washington apple, you have crown apple schnapps and cranberry juice. And that's what we're sipping on today. All right. So we're going to get right into our topics. Okay, what is your dream job? And I feel like we already have Tati's answer to that one because she knew what she wanted to do when she was little. It took me a while to figure it out. Um, I've always been interested in event planning. Like, I, I bought a book about event planning, like, in 2007 off of Amazon, and I never read it. And then, I don't know how many years later, I was like, I finally actually, like, delved into the industry. Um, so my dream job is event planning planning events which is what I'm doing now (laughs) um my dream job is doing all the things that I want to do like any and everything that makes me fulfilled that makes me happy um so right now I'm in the classroom but I'm going to you know figure out a way to get out of that (laughs) in a few years Uh and something that came to um to mind it was actually because I had my students they did um for their final project for last semester I had them research art careers Hmm. and so they had to do a presentation a powerpoint and they also had to do a physical representation and so one of my students chose from the wall of careers that I um, printed out art therapists oh wow um Hmm. so I'm thinking of looking into like what certifications that I need in regards to like the 
the realm of therapy and probably look into going that route once I leave the classroom. I can see that naturally happening for you. For that sure. Sounds exciting. Yeah. Yeah. What's your dream job? Tyson, um, even though we already know. I know, right. So yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, being an attorney is absolutely my dream job. Um but I think there's always room for like new dreams and mm-hmm. and I am like a perpetually interested in new things person. Mm-hmm. Um sometimes I have to kinda anchor myself down like so like I know that I would maybe want to go into like legal correspondence. Um and as far as like giving opinion on certain matters on TV or something like that. Um, but then as far as like my second act, when I leave law or Not go into, yeah, go, <laughs> or go into something part-time, I think I want to go to culinary school. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what I would do with that. Cause I don't know. I don't think I'd want to be an actual chef like mm-hmm. in a restaurant or something like that. But I do want that to like cooking and food and um, manner of cooking and manner, like even growing, like how food is growing. Mm-hmm. I'd like that to be part of so if part of my a life, chef, a bigger part of my like life. A caterer. I don't know. Cause as I am right now, I don't like interacting with people for long <laughs> periods of time. So I don't know if that would be part of it, oh, but something, I don't know. That's interesting. Who would you trade places with for just one day? I'm going to say Janelle Monae because I love her energy and she's so creative. And I feel like the people around her are pretty cool. I don't, I don't think I look at people like that. Yeah, I did. I was like, oh, I felt a little arrogant for a moment. I was like, <laughs> not be me, but. Uh, <laughs> if you could live a different life, have a different perspective from their point of view. I mean, if I could live a different lifestyle, it would definitely be one of um, great wealth. but wealth in the sense that i would like to do whatever it is that i get up waking well wake up feeling like i want to do for that day Mm -hmm. so i really really love traveling and and learning and so i feel like if i had that wealth i would be able to do those things more readily and wouldn't have to you know really think about gas and mortgage and and, in feeding myself Mm. (laughs) and so if if it would be a different lifestyle would definitely be one that I could just travel and learn and just get up and go I admire those people that just for me it feels like if they just get up and go or they have these life experiences that I would not have even dreamt of my for myself so Mm -hmm. when Courtney hit me up last night and she was saying she was at a, a going away party slash birthday party I was like oh where's your friend going she was like Yoga. She was. Oh no, she said she was going to uh, Bali for yoga for a month. I'm like, oh my goodness, like, <laughs> who does these things? But I guess it's people that Courtney know. Um, <laughs> I, I wish that for myself, and and so I feel like if I had the fundage for that, I would be able to do that more readily. Um, I think if I could live the life for a day, for we said just a day. Mm-hmm. Well, just a day. I don't know. I think I would lean a little bit more than a day, but I would really want to like live side by side or in the life of our members of Congress on both sides of the aisle. Mm. Because I don't believe that people go, I think that each person went into this wanting to help the common people or even believing that they were the common people or at least had certain things in common, Mm -hmm. uh, even if they came for money. But once they're all there, it doesn't seem that they care about what we're going through or can truly empathize with it um, at this point 
And a lot of the laws and things they choose to focus on make absolutely no sense. So I would really love to see the rationale from mm-hmm. both parties um, because maybe is once I go back to my regular life, we can see how to better change or affect our political system. But it doesn't feel like we're really empowered as normal, mm-hmm. everyday people. So mm-hmm. I would love to see what they're thinking. My perspective on that is you go into it, like you said, hoping to, you know, in that change or enact exact change what's the word thank you um (laughs) but then you realize it's you right as one person who has been part of this whole like machine right and it's all it's been happening and going for years hundreds of years um and so then you're like it's just me so i just have to fall in line because this is like my career path this is where and i think Mm -hmm. that's probably part of the problem yeah or next session it'll be better and you know i can finally do what i've been trying to do this whole time which is why the two-party system is very antiquated and it is not up to date with what we currently, how we currently live our lives, I feel like. Um, I think I have that perspective for um, pretty much everybody who is in, like, high leadership, like, mm-hmm. even at the educational realm. Like, mm-hmm. we, I believe mm-hmm. <laughs> in the good of people, and I believe right. that they truly go there wanting to enact change. Mm-hmm. Um, but somehow they just get lost in the sauce. Yeah, that school district is big, and they're just one person. <laughs> like, I get it. That makes sense. What details from today would you like to remember? From the time that you woke up till now? I want to remember this. Yeah, this I was like, I immediately <laughs> thought about the, just this, this experience. Because yeah. I wasn't doing nothing before I came in. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the bed. But yeah, just remembering um, just the feeling of like being able to talk to um, individuals mm-hmm. and being able to interact and have that that social exchange mm-hmm. um, and being able to listen to people's perspectives mm-hmm. and seeing those common grounds and taking those things that we might not see eye to eye on and kind of seeing how I could kind of maybe shift how I perceive certain mm-hmm. things and just really listen just just being able to listen and just be together yeah I definitely was gonna say this but um I also like forgot that today I had lunch with um a friend from college we met at 19 and then it was really cool to see us oh goodness over 15 years later still being really good friends still catching up where we left off after you know life happens graduation kids you know family all that and so to see that we could still have a meaningful and valuable friendship so that was awesome oh that's mm-hmm. amazing that's yeah. amazing um what i like to remember from today well definitely i would say this as well because i haven't seen your faces in like i don't know how long so this mm-hmm. is, this is great um and to be in your presence but i'm also looking forward to where we're going after this so <laughs> yeah i'm i'm here for the you know when it's not me that's you know, my introvert, like, be showing up when I'm the one that's, like, moderating. So I just want to, like, not be in the hot seat, I think. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I'm going to listen to some music and have some good wine. So that's what I'm looking forward to with you guys. So that should be fun. Um, what will you do if you were approached by a well-dressed stranger asking for $10 to catch the train? Or I guess in Houston it would be the bus or Uber or taxi. A well-dressed stranger. A well-dressed stranger. 
I don't think it has anything to do with what they have on. Um, I don't have it <laughs> to give. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I wish them well on their endeavor and, and hope that they would get there safely. Um, but as far as just like just giving away money, I'm, I'm not in that space in my life right now. I get that. Um, I think it for me, it really matters most on how I'm feeling at that time. Mm-hmm. Like you could be amazingly dressed or horribly dressed if I just don't, if, if I'm just not in the mood to do it, um, that won't. And then if I am, I, I am like, that's just my personality. Mm-hmm. Now, how did this well-dressed stranger get me to stop to speak in the first place? <laughs> this is a horse of a whole different color. Cause I, I typically book it from next one place <laughs> to another. Um, I think I watch too much true crime or something. Cause I always <laughs> think someone's trying to get me. So I don't know. Um, yeah. you, you have to think that way. That's yeah, true like, too. You never know that if they're like plotting on you or something. Somebody gonna come from behind you while you're talking to praying them. on your downfall. The whole thing. <laughs> it's really um, sad that life has gotten like that. But I yeah, know. it's it's unfortunate. I mean, my answer would be similar to yours. Um, it depends on how I feel because like even like when the people are like on the side of the street, like on the side of the the road or whatever, I'm like if I have like some extra change and I feel like giving, then I will. But usually I don't. And ten dollars is real specific, sir. Like, yeah. Well, at least it's a reasonable amount because, like, if <laughs> let's say if someone like when someone say, "Hey, can I get, can I get two dollars to get on the bus?" or I mean, I don't know how much the bus costs, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure you need more than two dollars. Like, what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, with that? So, at least it sounds like well, they can't take an Uber with that, right? Know. You have to have a car and the whole thing. Well, you know, but I, I, I'm talking when it comes to people on the side of the road, like they're like, "Oh, they're gonna drink it away." That is their business. That's, that's, that's that is business. like whatever you it's do with it you is your you business. Give, right. So, I, you know, whatever. Probably would. Are you able to tell when you have had enough? I don't know what that means. Mm. I will say when it comes to alcohol, I'm able to tell. I'm like, because I'm a slow sipper. So, like, when I start to feel like, okay, we're good on that one. Um, I mean, obviously, food, your tummy tells you you've had enough. Um, I don't know about, like, other vices. Automatically. Um like thought about like with people or mm. instances or environments uh, maybe your job and I would say I do know when I've had enough but am I able at that moment to escape that situation or to better that situation mm. and I think that is what has kept me in spaces and places and with people far longer than um needed to be mm-hmm. so the acknowledgement is there mm-hmm. but the motion <laughs> <laughs> so you are able to tell mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. um i would have to say yes and i would say this that's a recent development on when i just know in general whether i haven't had enough mm-hmm. um, i think that in my past i've always focused more on what i could take mm-hmm. versus what I don't want to take. Hmm. So when it comes to people, work, whatever, my I'm always like, oh, I can make that work. Mm-hmm. If I don't sleep, okay, if I sleep for 20 minutes and like close one eye, then yeah, I could, no. Like now I'm, I am more apt to say, okay, I've had enough mm-hmm. for today mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna do it and I'm not gonna give a reason or an excuse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not gonna feel bad about it either. You know, um, I, I feel like I've grown, I'm growing comfortable with knowing that uh, that that person that I'm saying no to will find other resources. Mm-hmm. 
you know, they'll find someone else to do it or they'll become more right. capable or they'll mm -hmm. go without, but that's not my responsibility. Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to vices, I know that my personality is, I'm just a big person, like, like the more the better for mm -hmm. me. So I'm, tend to just kind of shy away from most vices or think about why before I engage. Like, why am I, why do I want, like, if it was, if it was a drink, like, why do you want to drink? Mm -hmm. Why do you want to partake into something in cannabis if that's what you do? You know, like, mm -hmm. why do you want to do those things? Why do you gamble? Mm -hmm. And I think that is how you can kind of tell whether you had enough for this session, for this thing, if you think about your motivation. That makes sense. The why. Why do you want to do it before? That makes sense. I'm here for it. Would you be willing to spend the night alone in a remote haunted house? No. No. Louisiana and me, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> alone, though? Yeah, I mean, it's not like my... Somebody gonna, help, somebody gonna help me with the, the word. It's like somebody <laughs> gonna help me with the ghost. Like, like, like unless it's the there. Ghostbusters, does it really matter? A remote haunted remote. house? <laughs> okay, so is it... But I, I probably won't believe it's actually haunted. I doubt it. Like, I'm, I'm too afraid. I won't go into, like, a haunted house during Halloween with, like, I know there are people in there. But if you tell me to stay in this hotel room that's allegedly haunted, I don't believe you. Allegedly remotely. <laughs> well, it's probably <laughs> by yourself. <laughs> All the words. Listen. All the words, yeah. By yourself. Like, uh, okay. I mean, speaking of Louisiana, I will say that I, on one of my trips out there, I did do the excursion. Um, where they took you to a couple of the different like plantations or whatever, and the drive out there alone, I was like, whoa. <laughs> so I definitely like wouldn't want to be like, yeah, I'll stay here Drop with all these souls. Well, I'm, I'm of assuming the production company is like right outside. Like we're not doing this for free. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. People have paid. Like there, oh. I knew somebody like like her and her friend. <laughs> they paid to stay in a haunted hotel like they this is what they do for fun oh okay like this is the thing like it's an oh, industry no, I, I thought i was gonna win a grand it's prize a whole, at the listen, end listen no it's a whole thing um it's on tv show right yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it's a whole industry out here alone um <laughs> remotely <laughs> <laughs> yeah no thank you i uh, mm. no i turned this into a fear factor show i was like i'm listen. winning a hundred thousand dollars at the end like <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> it's only eight hours mm -mm. no my mother has her and her siblings like have told us like the stories from like their houses growing up mm -hmm. and like and because of that like I was afraid whenever we went to my grandpa's house mm -hmm. like I would like sit on the couch next to my sister and watch TV and I wouldn't move I wouldn't even go to the bathroom I'd be oh. like can we go to the aunt to auntie's house please because her house was like more modern mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like we would stay at her house because yeah just based on the stories my mom and her brother and my uncles and aunts have told us um yeah I was like where's the ghost at and I would not move when, when we go visit him or when we went to go visit him. So, yeah, no, I would not. Mm -mm. Do you believe ghosts exist? Yes. Like, do you believe in ghosts? No. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I'm like, you absolutely I'm just like, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I, I was like, you may, I just feel like a lot of that, because you're going to make up the biggest, baddest monster in your head during that entire drive. So then hmm. once you get there, you're going to be like, oh, the house moved. The house settles when you're at your normal house every that's day, true. but you say, oh, it's the air conditioning or oh, it's no, whatever. No, I don't. I know somebody up there. Okay. That, that's why. That's one of the reasons why I got a dog, though, because I was like, if anything ever happens, I'll just blame it on her. 
We're like, I heard something. Oh, that was the dog. I'm, like, I'm not, I'm not going to even go and investigate. Like, Look, it, no, it was the dog. I thought, yeah. I thought she was trying to say because dogs are more sensitive. I, no, I, thought, that's that's okay. Okay. I thought she said, not well, the dog was going to warn her right. when, when the ghost Protect arrived. Protect her. Because right. if I hear something in another room, dog, what are you doing? And then I'm going to keep watching TV. I'm not going to go investigate. <laughs> but I, I say that, but I don't watch scary movies. Like, I will oh, not. I love scary movies. I will not. I saw the movie Insidious back mm. in, like, 2009, 2010, whenever it came out. I have never seen another movie after that, scary movie after that. I'm not going to pay you to scare me. That's crazy. <laughs> That's not a good but feeling. But scary movies aren't scary for me. And I look at them, like, from, like, a critic, like, point of view where I'm like, how did they do that? And, you know, like, I'm trying to see, like, how the they make this awesome. happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, but also, yeah. They don't scare me. I believe I feel in like, spirits. I feel like they're so funny. Ghosts are a part of that. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Hmm. Let's see. Would you have one of your fingers removed surgically <laughs> if it somehow guaranteed you immunity from all major disease? One of your fingers removed surgically. If that means that you were healthy for the rest of your life, which one? I'm assuming it's gonna be the pinky. I was That's like, does, like, it, does it do much? Like you can take you can take half my pinky. I'll have a, I'll have enough. Does it do much? <laughs> do you need? But it's kind of like your pinkies out, right? Like if you didn't have your pinkies out, well, wouldn't our balance like, be off significantly? Right. But aren't our balance but, off anyway? What, what do you mean? <laughs> like, don't you trip over things? Clearly, I did trip when we first got started. Pinky toes. If you're clumsy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well. Equilibrium is not so equal. Mm. But then I'm starting to think about so many other things. I'm like, man, I gave up my my pinky nail, and then like, then I get in a car accident like that. I'd be pissed. Mm. So I, I want a guarantee. I don't know. Maybe I just want to be a vampire. Maybe that. Maybe so. That'll happen. I think I would relinquish a pinky <laughs> to to be all right for the rest of my life. Don't have to go through any other major illnesses mm-hmm. or diseases. I mean, considering, you know, how expensive healthcare is, I'd be like, Man, you know, just take my pinky part. and then I won't have to go back to the but doctor. But that's the thing, though. Like, women are doing preventative measures with breast cancer. Like, they're just saying bye, bye mm-hmm. girls to ensure that they're healthy, at least mm-hmm. in that perspective. Right. So if I can get rid of a pinky and my whole self is, mm-hmm. is guaranteed, yeah. I'm good. I don't need it anyway. I'm a Delta. <laughs> that we don't. That is a good point, Tara. We don't need them. Wow. I just got that reference. I just got that reference. Okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I want to thank you guys for giving your time today and for sharing your thoughts and opinions on the various topics we discussed. To our listeners, if you want to grow your community and take a moment to like, subscribe, and or follow our guests on their respective platforms, please do. If you guys want to share with the people where they can find you, it's up to you. You don't have to, though. Um, yeah. So for me, hi, this is Shishi speaking. Um, <laughs> she's an artist, or she's the artist, whatever you want to say. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Shishi0369. So that's S H E S H E 0369. Okay. Okay. And um, this is Tati, and I'm on Instagram under Locked and Lawyered, L O C D um, underscore N underscore Lawyered, L A W Y E R E D. 
Thank you guys for being here, and I will be seeing you hopefully at Cocktail Moctelaro next Sunday. So we will not be releasing a segment on Sunday because we'll be in person. So January 29th, we will be meeting in person for our cocktail, our monthly cocktail mocktail hour. Um, yeah, if you want to be there, go to www.cmhepc.com slash register to save your seat, and hopefully we'll see you there. <laughs>